0: be seated. I appreciate all of you joining us online. We have been blessed. We have several that are online watching. We welcome you. I know some that are looking on from other churches, and we welcome you. I appreciate all of Our members that are online and watching, and we had a good service, great service this morning, could really feel the presence of the Lord here, and uh, I know I began a sermon on faith versus fear, and just talking about faith, and of course, the famous verses that talk about that God hath not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and how that there are these spirits that go along with things that are happening and sometimes People have misunderstood what faith is, and they have taken it upon themselves to do some things in the name of faith that really weren't faith at all, and that, you know, it's almost like I got this unction from the Holy Ghost, and I am going to believe that uh, God just told me, And, and I have pastored long enough and been, of course, in churches long enough and evangelized and heard other pastors long enough that I have hundreds of war stories that i could talk to you about of times when people thought that god wanted them uh, to do something by faith that was outside of the word of the lord that you know well the lord just spoke to me and said to just look at the sun for 30 minutes and uh, and i would be uh, healed in my body well there's no bible for that and there, that's not, that's foolishness, it's not faith. You're not operating in faith, you're operating outside of the word of God. And we read this morning where Paul told him in Romans, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So the Lord is never gonna supersede his word and give you some unction of faith, you can always check it against the word. What does that mean? We know that God is able to heal God is able to stop the virus God is able to do wonderful exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works in us and yet whenever they use that final phrase according to the power that works in us what happens is you can get this snowball rolling down a hill effect was well if I really had more power then God would do whatever it is and that's not faith it's not faith God did not try to design faith to be something that would ever supersede the word of the Lord. Not only did we talk about faith not superseding the word of the Lord, but faith will never violate the principles of love. And we read that this morning when we talked about faith. Galatians the fifth chapter and the sixth verse says, faith which works by love. And yet I know we've all been dealt a measure of faith and I understand that God can use calamity and we mentioned this morning how Paul said in Galatians 4 that he had an infirmity of the flesh and that's why he preached in Galatia and that's why he established a church there but yet we know what 1 Corinthians the 13th chapter says though I have the gift of prophecy understand all mysteries have all knowledge and all faith I could remove mountains and have not charity and have not love I am nothing so faith always works with and by and through love and, and again I just was thinking of war stories because I, I've seen folks that maybe are in a in a meeting and, and, and some preacher preaches and says God's able to heal you Tonight, And so they just out of their own measure of faith, they think is faith, decide, well, I'm not going to tell my husband or my wife or my parents or my family, I'm just going to stop taking my medicine or I'm just going to stop doing whatever, or I'm just going to violate the principle of love. For my family of love, I'm going to just do what I want to do. But I'm going to step out and they call it by faith. And yet that's not really faith because faith will always be under subjection to authority. Faith will always operate according to the word of God which says submit yourselves one to another and so when a person says well I'm operating by faith pastor you don't have faith. I have faith but I know it's going to stay according to the word of the Lord and it's going to operate by love and I mentioned this morning it's because of our love for our seniors. We have individuals over a hundred years of age. We have several that are in their 70s and 80s and 60s and 90s and we are operating and, and saying that we're not going to have service, not because we are have no faith that God is able to keep us, but we want to do our best to respect and love and have a sense of love. That's what faith really is, is that it's going to operate by love. If it operates outside of love, it's no longer faith. And then, last but not least, this morning I mentioned uh, there where it says faith is not ignoring real issues, feelings, symptoms, pain, etc., or simply pretending that everything is fine. It's not faith. You know, if I've, if I've fallen and I, I've broken my arm, it's not faith that's going to say, oh, nothing's wrong with me. I'm fine, Doc. I don't even want to go to the dock because I've got faith. That's not faith. The, The Bible was very clear when he told a man, Jesus himself said to a father, he said, if you believe, all things are possible to those that believe. And immediately the man said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. What was he saying? He was saying this is really where I am Lord. I'm I'm struggling right now. And it's okay to say Lord I'm struggling. I'm fighting. I'm doing my best. And then what should I do? I should say well you know what I'm glad I'm part of a body. Let me text somebody. Let me call for prayer. Let me send in a prayer request. Let me do something. Why? Because I'm being real. I know what I need. I need a touch from almighty God. I still believe God is able. I don't know how he's going to work but I know he's able Amen. and so even that doesn't mean that immediately everything is always done like I like it Paul had a thorn in the flesh and yet I, I mentioned this morning and the last slide that I put up was this slide where it talked about Paul saying in fact here he said take authority and I you know Paul had said that I have a thorn in the flesh and prayed three times And you say, well, he didn't have faith. I don't believe that. You remember Daniel prayed 21 days. Wasn't that he didn't have faith. It was the fact that there was a spirit that was resisting Michael that was coming there to, to help him, to answer his prayer. So don't believe that you don't have enough faith. What faith is, and we read it this morning, we were talking about how that whenever faith comes, he said in 1 John, and we have quoted that in 1 John, where it said, Uh, that uh, 1 John the 4th chapter. I don't remember. Let me go back to that slide. I'll try to find it here. There it is. 1 John the 4th chapter where it says and we have known and believed that the Lord loves us. The love of God hath to us. God is love. and He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Here is our love made perfect that we have boldness in the day of judgment. And then he goes on to say because as he is so are we in this world There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying to you that in this moment, we need to have boldness in the day of judgment to witness. That's why I put up that last slide, pray, worship witness with boldness whenever the early church was being persecuted how did they pray Lord give us boldness Lord give us boldness because we're living we believe in the in in times and uncertain times so if there was ever a time we should have boldness it's now Hebrews the 10th chapter I didn't read these this morning but Hebrews the 10th chapter says let us draw near With a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is, that's why I'm not wavering. I, I I'll be very candid with you. I I don't know that the Republicans are going to have the answer. I don't know that the Democrats. I don't know that the doctors are going to have the answer. I don't know where the answer is going to come from. But one thing I do know, there is a God up above and he is faithful. He said if I send a pestilence and if my people which are called by my name shall humble, that's me. I know what I can do. I can humble myself and begin to pray and seek the face of God. And and then God will heal. I don't know where the answer will come from. You say, well, I'm going to buy another N95 a mask. and a, a, You can buy all of that, and I'm not against it. Buy all the uh, hand sanitizer you can, and I'm not against that. But what I'm going to tell you is the answer is from God himself. He said, for he is faithful that promise. And then what are we supposed to do all in the meantime? Consider one another and provoke unto love. Don't forget to love. Don't forget to love. Love all of those. When you when you go to the store and you see people scrambling and filling their basket with eggs and milk, their heart instead of looking at them like you you know you should limit that to one. What are you doing? Realize they're bound by a spirit. A spirit of fear. You know, you say, well, I don't know. I, that just makes me mad. This makes, you know, at this time we need to consider one another to provoke them to love and to good works. And then you know what he says? Not forsaking this. Uh oh, there it is that verse. Assembling of yourselves. And here we've forsaken it. I mentioned to you this morning. No, we haven't. We're online. We're doing what we can. We're doing everything we can and exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. What are you saying? What are your prayer for us? And I know we're, 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 we're at a time is up. But what's your prayer? My prayer for our church, CAC, for all of you that are watching, for all of you that are part of our extended family, is God, I pray, that you will give us a greater hunger for the house of God. I sat today and I listened as Brother Odie began to tell me about how he first received the gift of the Holy Ghost up on some Mayhor Mountain down by wherever it is in southern Ohio and as a young man, a teenager that went down to school got the Holy Ghost in Manchester it was 20 miles one way from his house. He was leave on Saturday night and walk all through the night. In order to be there for Sunday morning. He'd sleep there at church until church doors opened. And he went to church. And then, you know, it was up through. And he told me what road. I don't remember. 215, 749, 122, whatever it is. And it was right through some, uh, uh, you know, forest on one side and preserve on the other. Not a whole lot of traffic. And especially uh, 75 years ago. Not, you know, hit hitchhike, but he said most of the time I, I would go to church Sunday morning, go to church Sunday night, and then I'd leave for home. And he said, usually I was getting home about the time the bus was coming for school. He said, I missed 12 days of school the entire year. I walked through snow. I walked through bad weather. I never wanted to miss church One, oh God. <laughs> Seventy years ago, I told you about my dysfunctional family, how we went to church all the time. We never had a vacation. And I'd ask my dad, I'd say, are we going to have to go to church on this vacation? And the answer was, I don't know, we'll see, but it was always yes. (laughs) But oh God and I know we're used to getting online and now we're all online and you know some of you probably didn't have to worry about getting dressed and you just flipped over and you know I'm watching uh, reruns of Batman and reruns of uh, you know whatever else and it doesn't matter and then now well let's turn into church oh God I pray and that we get a hunger for the house of God as David would say I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord I'm praying God remind all the backsliders what it means to be part of a community of believers, let it means to feel what we feel when we are normally sitting on these empty chairs that are in front of me. I, I I pray that they remember what it is to feel the peace of God and the love of God and the power of God. God give us a mighty revival. God, increase our faith. Increase our faith to defeat a spirit of fear that is attacking our, our world. I want to tell you something. We've had people, and you can stand, I know. It's, my time is up. We've had people online, and we've had, I've had a lot of wonderful texts, and I've had a lot of wonderful, encouraging words, and I appreciate all of them. But I want to tell you something. I'm praying, God, instill a hunger in our folks. I'm praying, God, I want this to be the rest before the great harvest. That is going to be coming in at the very end of the latter rain. I really do. I know I'm not resting. It's wearing me out. Probably have to be tag team number two. In fact, we've got some. Hyphen and Nick and others are doing youth stuff. And, you know, God help us. We're going to probably have to tag team it through. But you know what? I'm praying, God. I pray that we will come back. Yes. With a a stronger desire, I need to be in the house of the Lord. (laughs) I'd rather be a doorkeeper out there than to be anywhere else. That's how I feel. Oh, I pray, God, increase our faith. I know we've got a planet that is gripped by fear. We have a planet that is gripped by every kind of pestilence and every kind of worry and then... Where we are in Newark, we had wonderful floods that just washed everything away. But you know what? I still serve a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. Let's just raise our hands right now. Ask the Lord to increase our...